TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's get back to more of the Scores Draft Special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Taking your phone calls all the way till midnight. What a day in Chicago. Some more um, draft picks coming in via the draft. We got Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida, Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback from Miami, and Zach Pickens, another DT from South Carolina. And the next pick for the Chicago Bears, barring a trade, will be tomorrow. I believe it starts at 12 o'clock. Wait, so we're going to be on the radio when the thing starts? It's going down, and we'll have Hub with us as well. So you and I start at what, noon tomorrow? Noon. You, me, and Hub. That's going to be. To like 3.30 or something. And No, no, no. 2.30. 2.30. Don't don't do that. I told you about my life. I I haven't checked yet. Grody asks me when we're doing shows together, and I just kind of fill him in. All right. uh, I do. We're going to take your calls in a second, but first. Let's get a chance to talk to one of our guys, Chris Emma. Nice. Is he? A, are you at Hallis Hall right now? What's up, guys? Or are yeah, you like you're in from your... Hall? Oh, okay, no, okay. happy, uh, happy night two of the NFL draft. All right. So, so let me let me let me ask you this first, Chris. What is the what is the emotion at Hallis right now? What, what what do you see when you're walking down the hall when you're going to go get a, a diet coke or whatever, and you see people in the hallways? Is everybody like, eh, or is everybody pretty pretty happy over there? I, I wish I had something juicy to report to you, but the guys in the second floor who are there in the draft room don't tend to come down to the first floor. I'm talking about the people that you're with, though. Even even the reporters. Are they happy? <laughs> are or? you kidding? We're a Goodness. boring bunch up there. I mean, <laughs> I, I wish I had anything for you there. Jaded uh, reporters is what we are, Gabe. We're all it jaded. Was a lot, it was Fair. a lot more quiet without Mark Grody tonight. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you missed me sitting right next to you. Doing of impersonations of people we know and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's fun. You know, I, it all seriously, there is a fun vibe. There's a fun energy in the room. Uh, look, there, you spend months and months looking at these prospects and understanding the options of what the Bears could do. And every scenario would play, and it just all plays out there in the matter of moments. Uh, yeah, there's an energy to the room. It is exciting. It is a long weekend for certain. But uh, look, it, it's a lot that goes into these uh, several months from the scouting combine, I was at the Senior Bowl in January, which the Bears have selected a handful of guys from there. Uh, there's so much that leads up to this point, and then you go onward from there. Chris Emma from Hallis Hall joining us here on The Score. The Bears, with their second-round pick, number 53 overall, they take the defensive tackle from Florida, Dravon Dexter. What do you see out of him, and what might his role be with the Chicago Bears coming up in 2023? 
Yeah, a lot of untapped potential. This is a guy who was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, number 23 overall in the country. And he never really was that dominant player that the Florida Gators thought they were getting, which tells me that there's a lot that you can really get out of this guy. If he's developed the right way, if he's brought into the Bears with Travis Smith as that defensive line coach, and kind of produced and uh, developed in the right fashion, you hope there's something more there. You hope he's got whatever it was that wasn't producing for him at Florida, that he can fulfill that with the Bears. And uh, you trust the people in charge. You trust the process as he goes through practice. And it's an intriguing pickup. Obviously, their first pick of day two. Uh, You hope you're getting a key call for your defensive line. And we'll see. I'm really fascinated to see what it looks like when he gets into rookie minicamp. Score draft coverage is brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody hanging out with you guys uh, till midnight. What did you think of the uh, first round pick, Chris? What you know, Darnell Wright. I mean, I don't want to get into the Jalen Carter thing. We already said we're gonna put a pause on that. But just him as a as an offensive lineman, uh, where he fits, and, and do you think it was the right pick for the Bears? I think so, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's nice when you can fill a need in the first round when you are the best player available and. Clearly, they were sold on this kid. I mean, they had him obviously scouting him throughout the course of his career at Tennessee, a guy who was there for four years, went through the peaks and valleys of that program and was really proud of the way that he was able to leave the Volunteers on the right note, but impressed the Bears with Luke Getz's team at the Senior Bowl. Uh, clearly made quite an impression on them. They brought him in at the NFL Combine for a visit in their suite in Lucas Oil Stadium and continued to build that impression. But obviously, as we've learned that April 8th workout down in Knoxville was what put the Bears over the top. As Ryan Pulse said, that's what checked the last box, and when it was clear that was the guy they wanted to take. In this great group of tackles at the top of this class, uh, Darnell Wright separated himself as that number one guy for the Bears, and they were just blown away by the work ethic, by the way that he pushed through that workout with Chris Morgan down in Knoxville. Talked to Josh Heupel, the Tennessee coach today, said that's one of the most extensive and detailed workouts he's ever heard of uh, in a one-on-one situation situation like this. I mean, they were really blown away just the way that this went down with this kid, Darnell Wright, and clearly it was a key part of the scouting process for the Bears. They believe they got their long-term tackle, getting to talk to him, get to know him a little bit today. He seems like an excellent guy. He seems like somebody who's ready to work. Uh, a guy's going to fit right in with this Bears culture, and yeah, I-, I can see why Ryan Pulse says he checks all the boxes. Chris, have we learned yet if Ryan Poles in their other visits with offensive linemen put their offensive linemen through this exact or just other guys that they had visit. Did they put them through the, that vigorous of a workout or was this special for Darnell Wright because they were so interested in him? You know, I, I think it was special for Darnell Wright. I, I can't speak to what some of these other workouts were like, but it reminds me of last year what we heard about with Braxton Jones when they took him in the fifth round. And I think it was the Tuesday of the draft week. The Bears, you can do these visits with these prospects out on their campus. You can't bring him in until I think uh, the final week and a half of uh, the, like eight days or so before the draft. But you can go out and visit a guy like a Braxton Jones out in Salt Lake City. And the Bears sent out their assistant offensive line coach to work him out. And that was when they really believed and kind of checked those final boxes with him too, saying, okay, he's a guy we got day two grades on. Let's go get him here in the fifth round. Let's go make this pick and believe 
believe in him as a long-term left tackle. And it sounds similar to that with Darnell Wright, a guy who the, the final workout really kind of solidified it. Uh, they value that. They want to see uh, what these guys are like when you can test them out under your own circumstances, put them in different concepts with run and pass blocking, see how they respond, test their football IQ. But obviously, in the case of Darnell Wright, was testing uh, the mental toughness, seeing what he's really made of. And they saw him responding as that workout got tougher. He was showing he wanted to be a part of this. He's somebody who they can really believe in and invest in. We're talking to Chris Emma, reporter for 670, the score in Odyssey here on 670. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. So what can you tell us about uh, Tyreek Stevenson? I mean, I, you see the draft pick come in, and you knew they were going to address the cornerback position just because of the uncertainty with Jalen Johnson. Did you think they were going to address it this early, and did you think this was the right guy to bring in to compete at that spot? Yeah, I'm not surprised at all that they invested in that position this early. I thought there was a possibility they could have gone for one of those guys like Witherspoon or Gonzalez at the top of this draft. I would not have been surprised at all if that was the guy I picked number nine for the Bears, but uh, not surprised to see uh, Tyreek Stevenson go in the second round to the Bears. Talked to him earlier. He said, I'm an all-out baller. He wants to be that guy. He's ready to step in on day one. Think about this secondary now. It's a good, young secondary that you're building. Obviously, with the pickup of Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker last year. Uh, Jalen Johnson, as you mentioned, entering a contract season. You hope you can get a long-term deal worked out with him. Eddie Jackson coming off that Liz Frank injury. You want to see him kind of get back to the form he was before that. Uh, but now you add a guy like Tyree Stevenson into this defense, and you hope he can be that plug-in guy at the other cornerback mm-hmm. spot. You're looking long-term now. You're looking beyond just this season as developing this group, uh, a young core together in that secondary. By the way, with those defensive front investments now, you're starting to see the way this defense can take shape for the Bears. All right, let's 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 go back to that then. We talked about Javon Dexter. They also draft Zach Pickens. Which one of these two guys mm. it, 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 either can play three technique? Can they? I think they probably both can. I'm curious to see him we'll hear from Ryan Poles here probably fairly shortly about uh, his view. Yeah. I, I think he'll probably say we're going to learn about these guys. We're not quite <laughs> ready to declare one or the other because uh, we've heard that with different positions and different guys they brought in in the draft and free agency about we want to see how these guys respond and how they can uh, perform in these roles, and they really want to test these guys out. It's been a common thread with Ryan Poles and his evaluations is they are drawn to player profiles more than they are specific position fit. They don't want to pitch in the hole themselves saying, this guy's a three technique, he's you know, five, whatever it is, uh, and go at any position. They're not really set on these positional requirements. They're often drawn to what these players can do, seeing where they fit in. I think that's probably going to be the case here. But Zach Pickens is a guy who was really strong against the run during his career at South Carolina. You love that. You want to see those run fits, the guy who can fill those gaps and do a lot for your defensive front. Chris, when you're looking at the remaining picks for the Chicago Bears, in your mind, what direction do you see them going in and leaning on? Yeah, I think you'll probably see a little bit more of a sway back to offense, whether that's deliberate or not. Uh, I do believe they're going to take that young developmental quarterback on day three tomorrow. I think they're going to try to find that guy. There's still plenty of room on this roster to get somebody like that in. And it, obviously, it's, it's not a threat to Justin Fields. It's simply we want to trust our coaches to develop this guy. And maybe you get that Brock Purdy effect, or maybe you get somebody late in this draft you can work with. Uh, look for a running back as well. I do believe there's some really good running backs left in this draft, and I think they're going to be trying to find that guy and uh you know they like Khalil Herbert that was a guy who was selected in the sixth round by the previous regime uh you may might get that day three running back tomorrow as well this is going to piss off Gabe when I ask you this but what did you think of the Bears passing on Jalen Carter 
<laughs> Gabe, Gabe I, is know. sick of it. He, he earlier, Emma, check this out. People trying to call in, they're on the line, and what did Gabe Ramirez do? He he cleaned the, the phone lines. He didn't want to talk about it anymore. This was a half an hour ago. Hopefully he's refreshed himself. I love Ryan Poles, and we took Darno right, and that's it. <laughs> what do you think, man? Look, I, I'm not surprised. I think you've kind of heard it when the Bears have talked about their emphasis on character and the kind of guys they want to bring in with this group. Jalen Carter is not the fit with that. Uh, they brought him in, obviously, with that visit in early April. They got to know him, and he didn't check the bright boxes, as we've put it. He didn't really impress these guys and show he deserves their investment with such a pivotal pick, the first first-round pick for Ryan Poles leading the Bears. Uh, yes, he fits, obviously, in terms of the defensive scheme. He's what the Bears really could have used uh, for their defensive front, which now they get two defensive tackles tonight. But uh, I, they were not sold on his character. They did not believe in the person, even if they did believe in the player. And Darnell Wright checked those boxes. They really believed in him, so that was the guy they wanted to go with. Is this enough right now for what the Bears have with Darnell uh, with Dar- Darnell Wright with DJ Moore? Is it enough? Where, again, and say Nate Davis, where people are like, we have to see what we have in Justin Fields. That's a big narrative. Do you feel like with what they have right there, it's enough to be able to make that assessment? I think so. Yeah, I, I think this offensive line's a lot better. I actually asked Ryan Poles that last night, and. Hey, he feels really confident in the way that they can now protect for Justin Fields. Obviously, for run blocking for Justin Fields as well and the rest of this offense. you got a more cohesive offense now, obviously, with the weapons they brought in. Uh, a guy like DJ Moore, a wide receiver. They really believe in what Khalil Herbert can bring to that running back position. And a guy like Robert Tunyon for the Arsenal as well. Uh, I, I think they really feel good about where this offense can go and some of the new personnel that they brought into this mix. But the key, of course, was protecting Justin Fields. 55 sacks last season. He was sacked up. 14.7% of his dropbacks, inexcusable, cannot happen. You're not giving your young quarterback a chance. Now you can. It's a much different circumstance now. They believe in this offensive line. Uh, they got some good quality depth in addition to the front line guys. So uh, I think they're a lot better offensively. Is the offensive line set now? Is it Braxton Jones, mm. left tackle, Tevin Jones, left guard, Cody Whitehair in the middle, Nate Davis, the right guard, and Darnell Wright, the, the right tackle? Do, do the Bears, is this what they're rolling with, you think, Emma, or are there going to be some more twists and turns? Yeah, I think Lucas Patrick will have a say in terms of competition for one of those interior roles. I don't think it's completely set yet, but they did volunteer right away when they made that Nate Davis signing. Hey, Cody Whitehair is going to kick inside to center. So they seem pretty set on that. I think the only way that could have changed was tonight if they did look to one of those centers available on day two with John Michael Schmitz as well as Joe Tipman. Both of those guys went off the board. The Bears did not select them. They <laughs> passed on a chance for John Michael Schmitz. Mm, who I think a lot of people had the Bears going with that guy, but uh, they instead went with the defensive picks tonight, and I think they feel really good about their offensive line overall. Yeah, it's going to be interesting over the the next. I mean, as the as the draft moves on, then it just starts to turn into to guys. You know, there there is need, but just dudes that Ryan Poles might be in love with in love with. What is the rest of the, tonight? So Poles is talking a little bit. Is that the deal, Emma, or is this like happening later on still? Uh, he will be speaking at some point once this uh, day three is or day two is over, which it might be. I've not been by the TV in the last 20 minutes, but uh, we should be hearing from Ryan Pohl shortly. And to your point about day three, uh, Mark, we heard from Ian Cunningham on Tuesday saying you start going a little bit more toward those positional needs tomorrow on Saturday for rounds four through seven. Yes. 
So you, you get away from best player available. Remember last year, Ryan Poles brought the scouting team up on that Saturday morning and said, who are the guys you want to make a case for? Get up to the front of the room and tell us why we should take that guy. I love that. You might get some more of that on tomorrow morning as the Bears kind of look ahead to these final four rounds. Well, Chris, the third round is over, so Ryan Poles will be speaking soon. And those guys better make a good case because the Bears have the first pick in the fourth round. So they better wake up bright and early, drink some coffee uh, so that they can make the, the case for the guys that they love. Chris, appreciate you jumping on with us, man, and giving us some insight right there from Hallis Hall. Have a great evening, all right? Take care. See you, man. Chris, Emma, our guy here at 670 The Score, hanging out with us, also the contributor on Marquee Sports Network uh, and, Gene- and Geneva's own. Geneva's own, of course. Geneva's yeah, and you know, Emma kind of said the same thing that we're saying about at least today's Draft picks, it's a big who knows at this point. Yes, can Jervon Dexter, the the Bears' second-round pick out of Florida, can he play three-technique? Maybe. Can defensive tackle Zach Pickens out of South Carolina, a third-round pick for the Bears, can he play three-technique? Maybe, but there's no slam dunks as of yet. But you need defensive linemen, and that's what Ryan Poles was after. You need another cornerback, and I do think that, in theory, Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami should be able to start on the outside, opposite of Jalen Johnson, and then you just make a nice permanent home for Kyler Gordon on the inside. Yeah, it'll be yeah. great to see. Um, from Yahoo Sports, when talking about Javon Dexter, this reminds me very much of Dominique Robinson. He says, I love taking this dice roll at this point in the draft. There aren't many people on the planet as as athletic as Dexter, running a four eight at 300 pounds. He's pretty raw, but defensive line is one of those positions where it's okay to gamble on traits. And I feel like the Bears did that quite a few times last year with some of the players that they brought in. So uh, clearly you can see what polls values. Guy, measurables and, and guys that can be something with some good coaching. Uh, we'll take a look at what players are still available for the Bears with that first pick in the fourth round. And then we'll go back to taking some of your calls. So if you have some thoughts on this Bears draft and who they've selected so far, feel free to call in. 312-644-6767. Your call's next right here with Gabe and Grody on 670 The Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Javon Dexter. I'm ready to get to work. I'm excited to go to work. 
Bear down, baby. Let's get to work. Let's do it. What's up, Bears fans? Tyree Stevenson here. Excited. Ready to get to work. Bear down. Hey, Zach Pickens here. Excited to get to work. Bear down. Let's get back to more of the Scores Draft Special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar. Proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. So you just heard from the three newest members of the Chicago Bears, Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida, Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback from Miami, and then Zach Pickens, defensive tackle from South Carolina right there. Uh, when you look at the hairstyles of Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens, very similar. I haven't seen yet. I was looking at the Bears' Instagram. That's where that the, those clips came from. Yeah. And so they got, you know, Little baby twists with like blonde oh, nice. highlights at the ends, blonde tips. Good look. Reminds me you of like? me in in the middle two thousands, like you, Justin Timberlake. Oh, you went with the t- the blonde tips. I used to be in an R and B group, bro. So I kind of you know. Well, hold on a second. No, no, but no. I want to sidebar. No, 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 no. I'm not going to sidebar. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you something that'll blow you away, you, and then we'll move on. You had blonde hair at one point. I did. I know. I had the blonde tips. The same oh, thing. The when I was 30, I did that too. 30. Which, which is a little late. 30. Still a little late. Gross. Yeah, I know. But you're a single man. You're I did just, it. Uh, this is the funny part about it. Were you pulling more this women back the, then? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what do you mean back then? I so mean, <laughs> with the blonde tips is what I meant. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. The funny part was is that I was. Too, I was embarrassed to admit to people that I had the that I did the blonde. So I said I would tell people, and now that I think back, there's no way people believe me. I say, "Oh no, I didn't do it. Just natural. natural. It's like I was in the sun the all sun? day the other day. <laughs> you went with the sun. And, and, I, and I, as I think back, right this very moment, there's no way anybody believes that. I was crossed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you are a jackass, Ryan Poles, the Bears, the Bears general manager. To get back on track, we will probably, all seriousness, Ryan Poles is going to be talking to the media any moment now. Maybe he's even started. I don't know. I haven't looked at my phone in the last ten seconds. So it's possibly speaking out, and it is possible that if it happens on our watch before midnight, we will absolutely bring that to you and get more answers specifically on because you know you and I are surmising. Chris is as well about what the two defensive tackles are, Zach Pickens and Jervon Dexter. All I want to know is which one of them is a three technique, and hopefully Ryan Poles will provide a little bit of insight uh, on that. Yeah, and a lot of people were bummed that uh, the Bears did not take Adetamua Adebaware. You're getting really close, man. Adetami Adebare. Adetami Adebare. Yeah. Okay. And he's, is he still available? Still on the board. Still on the board. Still on the board. Yep. Second, according to NFL.com, second best player available still. Kylie Ringo uh, from George, the cornerback there. And then... Adetami Adebare. Number two on the board. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. We got Mike out in Rockford. So, Mike, of the three guys the Bears took today, who was your favorite? I think the I think the cornerback uh, Stevenson, I, uh, Mel Kuyper, uh, not Mel Kuyper. God, I'm sorry. Um, Todd, what's his name? Todd McShay. The other guy. Todd McShay. Uh, Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. He said this guy's a beast, um, and I like I like his anal- analogy of, of the players. Um, he says he's a beast, so I, I'm I'm happy about that. The, the two de- defensive tackles. I don't know too much about them. Uh, you know, I know I know the I know the Bears roster has a lot of holes. Okay, and this is not going to get fixed in in one year. It's not going to get fixed in two years. We got to say three years, and then it's playoffs or bust at that point. Um, but I want to say this, guys. I'd like to see the Bears. 
go for in the fourth round and or fifth. Now they lost one of their fifth round right. picks because they traded up for this yep, corner. Yep, yep. Um, so I'd like to see them get a running back or, or a wide receiver um, in the fourth round or the fifth round pick. Uh, let me say this real quick. I watched the NFC North real close, and it just ticks me off because I cannot stand the Green Bay Packers. Same. But I'd like to know how in the heck they have – they've already selected three players. They have nine picks left. They started this draft with only one more pick than the Bears, and how did they get so many all of a sudden? I I don't know. If you they, know you know what it was. Did. You know what it was, Mike. In the in the second round, they traded down several times. Uh, first it was with the Lions, and then they traded. I think it was with the Patriots. So they ended oh, okay. up accumulating a couple by just going down from like you know fortieth or whatever it was. They just they had gone down a couple of times and accumulated some picks there. So that that's what happened. But I appreciate the call, Mike. Thanks for it. And I do hear what you're saying. You want them. Uh, to be able to do that. In the fourth round, the Bears have the first pick. So tomorrow, 12 o'clock, when the draft picks up again, the Bears will be on the clock. For, Bears are on the clock right now. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're there. And then they have another fourth round pick uh, at the very tail end of the fourth, the 133rd pick. Um, so they have the 100 th- 103rd and then the 133rd. Looking at you know some of the, the guys that we've been talking about so much over the last few weeks or so, you know, guys like Kalijah Kansi, who you know that yeah. from the beginning I, I liked. And Man that, crush. That is a three technique right there. He ends up with, with Tampa Bay at 19. Lucas Van Ness from the area, the Iowa defensive lineman. He is going to the Packers, folks. So we talked about the, the Lions and grabbing Jameer Gibbs, the, the running back. Um, Devin Witherspoon of Illinois ends up with Seattle. Uh, Bijan Robinson to Atlanta, guy that we talked about so much as well. Um, and I do like that uh, Detroit and the Bears now both have – Detroit has a Jack Campbell linebacker and the Bears have a Jack Sanborn, Jack Sanborn. linebacker. So, I yeah, Jack Campbell, Iowa, yeah. inside linebacker. That's another interesting pick by Detroit. Gordon, really you, can't, you can't say all those people without – I mean, they're talking about the NFC North without mentioning somebody that you did earlier, which is Jordan Addison. Yes. Uh, for the Vikings. Yep. So, the, the 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 teams are getting better. This we know, and now that the Bears are on the clock, I mean we can easily just go look at the best available. Listen, I was so excited for the Pittsburgh Steelers picking first because I thought to myself with that that day gap, you know, from the first round to the second yeah, round, yeah, every team was like, damn, I, there's guys that I want, and they probably were making phone calls to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would assume that'd be the case for the Bears right here at, at 103 tomorrow. So there could be a possibility where the Bears do trade down, you know, maybe just a couple of slots to just get some more picks in that fourth round. If that were the case, like you look at the Texans, they have their pick 104, 105. You know, maybe they'd be willing to give up one of those picks to move up. You know, who knows? A lot of the teams that have multiple draft picks, you know, in that round, like Seattle, the Patriots. Um, so there, there could be some movement there as well. But looking at the best available, mm-hmm. when you're when you're seeing these stats, I mean. We know who the Bears have had already. Uh, the right tackle, two defensive tackles, and a cornerback. Mm-hmm. We heard one of the callers earlier mention that there are a lot of holes on this team. Mike from Rockford. Where are the where are the holes now mm, that great we question. are great question. three rounds through the draft? Oh, that is such a great question. Or how gaping are the holes at this point? I still think that yeah, defensive line – I, until further notice, the, I, I like the idea that they are getting defensive linemen, but I'm not seeing a slam dunk at this point from my view in Javon Dexter 
or Zach Pickens. So it's right. better, but it's still and, and and still we still don't know who's tackling the quarterback in the backfield behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, unless there's this, unless we're going to hear, oh, we still think Dominic Robinson and Travis Gibson, they're going to get there. They're going to get there one of those days. So you can, there's no way I could look at the defensive line and say that that is not a still an area of concern and need and a hole until further notice. But you did get you did get those guys, and in theory, you've got to make something into them, especially Javon Dexter, a second-round guy. They are expected to contribute in the NFL. So where else? Where else? There's no holes, in the obviously, in the, the secondary at this point. There are no holes. No, no holes there. No true holes unless you want to get Linebacker, into Linebacker, you addressed it. You, you Defense tackle, you addressed it. Yep. So it really is the end. I guess so. And then it's pretty amazing how that happened, like just like that, magically. And offensive line. Yeah, uh, unless still, well, and and I'll still ask, think there's depth. There I'll ask you the head. same thing I asked Emma, and that is: so are the Bears set at offensive line now? Is, I, I bet is, you, if you asked Ryan Poles, would, would he feel comfortable going into the season with with those five guys? He'd say yes. Yeah, I still, even after all of it, even though, even though the Bears haven't drafted a center, I still am not buying Cody Whitehair as the center for the Bears. Same. I all just right. don't buy it. Grody, I'm going to reverse yeah. roles here. Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah, you ready for this? Do it. With the 104th pick. Oh, I love when you do this. (laughs) In the NFL draft. Yes. The Chicago Bears select A.T. Perry, wide receiver from Wake Forest, 6'4", 198. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, Plus, I love it. I am surprised, though. That you would come out with that, being how steadfast you have been. You've come a long way in 24 hours. Well, first of all, I love the with the ninth pick in the draft that you've been giving me for three weeks. <laughs> I, know, I, feel like, I, I think I could it's turn a fun it little thing we've been doing. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I like that we one. We could try to do some of it tomorrow, too, but with the picks that they have. All right, I got one for you. Okay. With the with the 104th pick. Yes. In the NFL draft. Yes. The Chicago Bears select Dorian Thompson Robinson, quarterback from UCLA. Ooh. Now, this is a guy, I want to be very clear. Like I said, last season, last college football season, I did a college football gambling show with Alyssa Bergamini, Pete Futek, and I won a lot of money on Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, really? A lot of money. Wow. Okay. West Coast games, 9 p.m. Oh. I'm, I'm by myself awake, put the kids to bed. I'm watching this guy play, and he's really good. Okay. Kind of like a Justin Fields uh, type guy, right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've watched him play a lot, so, so I'm listening. So, so I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, Emma t- touched on it that, you know, you might see a, qu- a quarterback. Taken. You might see a running back taken. That would would you be upset? No. You, we'd be upset. We'd be upset. No, be not honest. no. It, if you'd if, want it, you'd want there to be an offensive lineman or a DN taken. Uh, no, no. I mean, I would prefer that, but I, I still in the later rounds, I'm not going to get angry if they are to take those positions. Because here's a, here's a, here's what name you you want here with the 104th pick in the NFL draft, the 2023 NFL draft, the Chicago Bears select. Out of Tamu. Oh! <laughs> out of Come on, You got to do it. Ready? Three, three two, one. Out of Tamu Adabari. That's pretty good. Okay. We're going to give that to you, Gabe. I like that. And I like the pick, too. <laughs> I, I mean, did. it of would the, be cool. Of the three, who do you, which, which do you oh. prefer of those three oh. picks? Oh, okay. Um, it's got to be the DN from Northwestern. Uh, uh, I would say, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Because we're I'm talking go. about holes it, for this it, team. Yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm, the reason that I'm not going directly into it is because I, st- like the NFL evaluators, I still don't know exactly where 
at a Tommy Watt at a Barre fits in on a defensive line. Like, is he yeah. on the edge? And, and if he is on the edge, is he at the next level capable of getting to the quarterback? And is he truly, just because of the makeup, a guy who is potentially a three technique? We're seeing right now mm. that there are people that it's pretty clear that the scouts have spoken if he has not been drafted But in, yet. in a 4-3 defense, I mean, we I don't need him to be a stand-up linebacker that, you know I mean? So if he mm-hmm. has traits to be a three technique, but he's much faster, right? He ran a four four nine. Yeah, I mean he's he's a, he's a power based guy according to NFL dot com. Power based pass rusher gets under offensive linemen, drives them back to the quarterback. I don't know. Sounds pretty good. It sounds really good. Sounds, sounds like just, what we need. It just wears his home. And, you know, in a different example, a better prospect in theory was Lucas Van Ness at Iowa because Lucas mm. Van Ness kind of played everywhere and you didn't really know. You still don't know. You don't know what his home is, but he's just such a beast in terms of, of the size and speed and everything that is Lucas Van Ness that you look at a guy like that and say, yeah, we could work with that. It seems like people are not quite convinced with right. Adabare in the same regard. So, you know, different but similar. I would have loved to have heard what um, our guy, you know, would have said about about him, Anthony Heron. You know, obviously oh. he calls a ton of Big Ten games. Call him. He's sleeping right now. Yeah, you're probably right. Put the kids to bed. He's, he's chilling. <laughs> Scores draft coverage is brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Now we're going to need some energy. As the fourth round starts again, Mark Grody, Hub Arkish, myself, will be live on the radio at 12 o'clock when the fourth round begins, and we'll be able to not only speak about the guys the Bears have drafted so far, but also that first selection in the fourth round. Um, Grody, let's go back out to the phone line. Oh, sorry. I love this. Let let me just throw something at you before we get out to the phone lines. Again, this is from Kevin Fishbane out at Hallis Hall four minutes ago. He says, Bears GM Ryan Pohl says that Javon Dexter can play nose or three-tech. Okay. Um, and then this was a, a couple other things from Tyreek Stevenson, or on Tyreek Stevenson. You know, this is Fishbane. Big physical corner, tackles, will strike you, ton of poise in coverage. That's Ryan Poles on the Bears' new cornerback. Sounds like Jaquan Brisker, but at corner. Okay. And then here is one final quote here. Ryan Poles on Zach Pickens, the other D-tackle the Bears picked up in the draft today. Another opportunity to add a big interior player who has length. Okay. So the the idea the idea, so that's where I'm going to zero in a little bit that Jervon Dexter is the guy who was mentioned in association with the three technique. It doesn't look like the the review is not as raving on Zach Pickens. Obviously they love him obviously, but you could see where they're going with this. And we will, this means that as the time is eventually we will let you hear everything that Ryan Pohl said. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear it to be very honest. All right, let's go out to the phone. Let's go to Travis out in Zion. All right, Travis, the bears do have, or no, we're going to act. We're going to let you play this game with us, Travis. With the 104th pick in the NFL draft, the Chicago Bears select. Ooh, that's a tough one. No, you already I'd take yeah. the best. I'd take the best available player. Hey, you know what? I missed the end of the third round. Did Dewan Jones get drafted? No, that's what I <laughs> That was the game we were playing right here. You're yeah. supposed to say Bears select uh, Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones. I no, I don't at. think did yeah. Dewan Jones no, the big. He's still available. He's Six, eight, three, seventy-four. Yeah, that's that's the guy I would pick. Right okay. There. All right. All right. I mean, he's interesting. Need a bat- it looks like we have two tackles. We're going to need a third one. 
Hey, I why not get this guy? Never get enough, man. I mean, nice to nice to see an offensive line that is. Hey, I'll take six or seven deep on the six, on the O line. Three seventy four. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a <laughs> yeah, big six eight three seventy four. Yeah, playing yeah. with Paris Johnson Jr. at Ohio State. I mean, come but don't on. Don't think somebody would have taken him already if they they had high hopes oh, for a guy absolutely. like that. Absolutely, no, no. I mean, like the people that I've talked to throughout the pre-draft season. I say, like he's he's a project, you know. I don't, right. know, I don't know. If project is the right word, but the, don't. I mean, you can't just take a guy because of the size. That, that's that's says, great, and but no, there there are some things. It says he's not a natural knee bender. Ooh, you gotta be a knee bender in this world. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on now, six eight yeah. three seventy four. Yeah, I mean, damn, he could just stand there and, and you know. Pass protect. For, I would uh, suspect that that would that should be the case, but I don't know. It's not. It's a project. All right, project. Uh, let's go to Frank in Lincoln Park. Frank, so what's your what's your concern so far with who the Bears have drafted? Uh, first of all, guys, um, I just want to say thank you for taking my call. Secondly, you guys are awesome. Thank you. So I got to appreciate you guys for all that you guys do. Uh, thirdly, I want to I want to say one thing, guys. Uh, day one, maybe we passed on Reggie White, but that's a risk because of him. So I love what the Bears did on day one. I'm going to tell you guys, uh, today was a disappointment. Hmm. Um, three out of four picks were defensive players. Last year, we did nothing but defensive players as far as picking them. Hmm. Um, I, know, I know if I was talking to Poles in front of, like Poles and I were talking together right now, he'll say, you know, we gave up 27 points a game, the worst. Great. But offensively, because we couldn't sustain a drive, uh, what it, it led to the scoring, right? So if we improve our, you know, scoring, the the the, the, the points would go down. I'm just shocked that we picked up, you know, people who are, you know, folks who are projecting. Okay, Frank, but hold, Frank, Frank, hold on. We're we're about solutions, not problems, right? So if the problem is that they've taken too many defensive players. What would the solution be then? More wide receivers, more running backs. What, what would that yeah, look like to you? Took an alpha, uh, they should have took an offensive player, the, the the next pick, right? The first pick of this round. Then at the defensive tackle, um, and then a wide receiver. I'm shocked Frank. they went all defense. Well, one thing, Frank, 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 Frank. I'm a, I'm a, I am totally with you. Pro build up the offense, never stop adding weapons to the offense, but my God, the Bears defense was rancid Horrible. last year. I don't care that their their first two picks last year were defensive guys before they got to Valus Jones. Their defense was pathetic. It it didn't there were games where they didn't even there were they didn't have a hurry. It could have been Grody, it could have been Grody and I playing the interior defensive line and we probably would have got the same <laughs> right, results. Right. So you're not allowed to rip on the Bears for using valuable picks yeah. on defensive linemen. If you want to quibble with the picks that they made today, and again, they are defensive tackle from Florida, Jervon Dexter. They are defensive tackle from South Carolina, Zach Pickens, and cornerback Tariq Stevenson from Miami. If you want to quibble about any of those individual players and what are you doing grabbing that guy, I gotcha. But I can't accept anybody saying, what are you doing yeah. drafting defense? And, you know, one of my favorite quotes from Ryan Poles is that if we make the defense better, then we make the team better, right, for Justin Fields. So yeah, I, I, I completely understand that. I mean, it makes makes sense to me. Uh, again, scores draft coverage brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. We're going to be with you guys all the way up until midnight, taking your phone calls, giving you more information 
on the players that the Bears have drafted and looking at potential uh, draft picks because the Bears do hold the first pick in the fourth round that will begin at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Again, Mark Grody, myself, and Hub Arkish are going to be right here on 670 The Score to fill you guys in. All right, We'll take more calls after the break and talk more about the newest members of the Chicago Bears. 312-644-6767. We'll do that on the other side. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Hey, Zach, congratulations. Um, Bears spend three picks on defense tonight, two defensive linemen, two defensive tackles, including yourself. Where are you most comfortable playing on the interior? Really, anywhere I can play three picks, shade, um, wherever the team need me. Let's get back to more of the Scores Draft Special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. And this is what we do, man, live and local, because we are like you. We want as much information as possible about these guys, and this is the place where you come and get it. Again, Gabe and Grody hanging out with you guys till midnight, taking your phone calls, 312-644-6767. And, you know, you hear a guy like Zach Pickens, defensive tackle from South Carolina. You hear him say, you know, I'll play wherever. Would you prefer a D-lineman, Groats, to – say something like that and be, you know, like water, like Bruce Lee would say? Or would you prefer him to be like, no, this is where I want to play? Dude's just trying to make the team right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's got to – he's not thinking that, but he's got to say it. You got to play that game. You know, unless you know it like you're elite, then it's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going to play. I know where I want to play. But even, you know, elite players – Sometimes don't have that that choice. I mean, Brian Urlacher famously was switched around, and there wasn't you know they, Dick Geron didn't think he could play middle linebacker, and it was this whole thing. And then just boom, you put him in the middle and Hall Presto Hall of Fame. So you never really know you know about these guys, but I, it it is what it is. It seems like Jervon Dexter, the defensive tackle out of Florida. He's the guy you circle and say he's going to play an important role as maybe, maybe the three technique or the nose tackle. In the case of Zach Pickens, it's let's see where you fit. Let's see what you want. Put me where you want. Well, that's what he's going to say. That's what everybody has to say, unfortunately. You know that. I look at a guy like Javon Dexter and I say to myself, okay, he's going to be the clog. But then there needs to be pressure coming from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If he's not going to be the guy that's going to get past the center or the guard for that matter, then where is that pressure coming from? And I think the Bears are still lacking in that area. I do think Justin Jones is going to have a good year. I just have a good feel about it. He got lost in the shuffle. I mean, he was but not. why, though? Good. Why? What, 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 what could you point to to say that? Well, and I'm not it, doubting it. I'm just more so asking. Yeah, I don't have I don't have his numbers open right now. But there was a, he made plays. Like when, you know, quietly, when other guys were not making plays, he was getting into the backfield. And there is an aggression about his play that I like. I think that mostly that's just what I like the way he plays. I like the way he talks. So I just feel like Justin Jones. I don't know that. I, I am not advocating for Justin Jones to be your no. three-technique tackle. But you're closer year. to these guys than most. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think that, and he cares too, and I know, I mean, that matters to me. It's a big component. It, it, it really does. Like, he cares, and it's it's pretty obvious. Because Jalen Carter doesn't. 
Well, we don't know. <laughs> it seems like he doesn't. Oh, you want to talk about Jalen Carter again? In case you missed it, uh, Gabe decided to put a stoppage to any any talk about Jalen Carter. I could just, I, you know what, you know what it was, Groats, is that I could tell my my personal opinion of things was going to come in, and I didn't want to. I didn't. I want to keep it bear centric. You don't want to do that show right I now. I want to do that. Show well, I understand. Right now. This is a happy show about okay. the newest members of the Chicago Bears. Okay, about a team that's headed in the right direction. We should be feeling good. We should not be talking about. Let's talk to a Bears fan. Let's then. do that. Let's get a Bears fan. All right, here. I got. I think we got a good one over here. Okay. Let's talk to Ahmed from Schaumburg. Ahmed, what's up? What's going on, man? What question do you got for us about this draft? Long time listener, first time caller. I think day one, I think he did hit it right on the money. But day two, I'm not that comfortable. I don't know what they teach. They are more like uh, they're good technique, but they're more like a filler. What you guys will create for day two for this guy? Okay, uh, hang up. Oh, no, no, don't hang up yet. Don't hang up yet because remember, we are about solutions on this show. We are not about problems. So if you're not too gung ho on the defensive tackles, what would you have preferred to have happen? I'm not that sure, but I think he could have picked up like uh, better people for that too. But uh, okay. I don't think they had choices. But Jalen have... Carter, that's okay. What happened happened with Jalen Carter is okay. But I think that was my idea because I still thought about Jalen Carter. So, but I still think first day was a very good pickup. Day two, I'm not that confident about because those people are more like uh, like a fill in the place. I hear what I you're think. saying. Rotational guys yeah. in the place. Ahmed, thanks for the call. You said long time listener, first time caller. That's pretty badass. That you did it that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's before we give our grades on Ryan Poles because that's what he asked. What's our grades for Ryan Poles on this day two of the draft? Before we do that, Groats, let's look at the second round and see what players were comparable to a Javon Dexter and who the Bears could have had had they gone in a different direction. Now I know a lot of people were big on Keanu Benton. Yes, and yes. The, 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 Wisco, right? Yep, the defensive tackle from Wisconsin. Steelers grabbed him at forty nine. Bears picked at 53. And unfortunately, that's what you have to deal with when you're at that spot. Now, when you're looking at the other defensive tackles that are taking around that place, Keon White, were you watching the draft when Keon White was selected by the uh, New England Patriots? Mm, so I was watching. Yes, him. I was. I was watching him. <gasps> oh, phone. he looked pissed. He was pissed. He looked so, so angry. Somebody went to go say something to him. He was like, nah. <laughs> he just had this like face on him and, because and, he didn't get drafted on day one, and that's, right? what, that's what they were saying. Yeah, in the draft coverage. unless he hates Bella. Oh, I'm gonna go play for that old man. He's like, damn, that's what I got. I got to practice for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but like he was. These are guys that were in that area, and someone's. It was Wani that said it on the draft show on Thursday when he said, "If you're within a space or two, and your guy is still out there." You go get him. Uh huh. And that was something that stood out to me because it's coach. He's he's been in that space before. He's he understands what the best practices are for the draft because he's been around so many of them. And so when I look at Javon Dexter and I see a Keanu Benton at forty nine or a Keon White at forty six, you bears should they have jumped up? Should they have traded instead of going from sixty one to fifty six? Yeah, to take Tyreek Stevenson. Should they have gone from fifty three to forty nine or eight to take, you know, a Keanu Benton as opposed to a Javon Dexter? Such a great question. That is well done. I mean, in theory, yeah, I, I would say because, because to Ahmed's point, is Keanu Benton or a Keon White a sexier pick? I mean, they than are sexy. They, they they are sexier picks. They are. Uh, so that yes, that that 
So does that tell us that that Poles had a or Poles and his team had a higher grade on Javon Dexter? Maybe. I man, but they just didn't want to pull off the trade in that spot. Mm. Or maybe it was maybe there here, here's what it could have been they too. They thought they were going to be there that, that there that there wasn't a big enough difference maybe between the two. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm just guessing and and maybe we'll right. when we hear from Ryan Poles which we should. Keanu Benton. Oh, you're sexy. Keanu Benton sexy. was the thir- is the, the, the third best defensive tackle in the, in the draft according to NFL.com. 64309. <laughs> it feels like yeah that would have been a pretty nice move but you know Every GM, every scout, who knows who sold whom on okay. on something like that. So, so before, before we go to break, let's yeah. give our let's give our grades. I'm gonna go for this. So just today, just today, those three not first picks. round, those three picks. I am gonna say I'm gonna go with the B minus because they because you got two defensive linemen and you are in desperate need of defensive linemen and. The the minus part though comes and and the cornerback pick is terrific. Tariq Stevenson on Miami. I I take off a little bit because of the conversation that we're having. We don't know exactly where Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens will exist on the Bears' defensive line or in the rotation or on the bench. When I think about my grade, it's dependent upon how many of those three start. And so if it's one, it has to be a C. Oh man! So you're going to give multiple grades here now. I just, I don't know if that's allowed. C. Thank you. I'm giving a C because okay. my prediction is that only one of them will be starting. Fair. I think that yeah. Kyler Gordon is going to outwork Tyreek Stevenson. Kyler Gordon does not want to play the slot. He wants to be opposite of Jalen Johnson, and he proved that at the latter half of the year where he had some big interceptions, learned from his mistakes, and he's going to say to himself, no, I was a higher second-round pick than this guy was. Oh, yeah. Now Let's not forget that. Now it's like he's not the, the enabled rookie yeah. anymore. You know? So, you know, a little bit more, more weight, a little bit experience. I think Kyler Gordon starts. I think Tyreek Stevenson contributes, but he's, he's not a starter. And then I think Javon Dexter, just because he's a behemoth of a human being, He's going to be the, the starter of the three. It's not six six three thirteen. That's wild. Yeah. That's a biggie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I, I guess maybe I don't know. As we sit here now and do this in real time, I might take the minus away just because. How could Jervon no, Dexter no, not be playing no, and contributing? No, because you can't give two grades, Grody. Oh, very well done. Touche, my friend. I got Touché. you. That's why we're good. That's why we're good hosts uh, together. Because we, we keep each other accountable. That's, that's, what, that's it what it is. And we're not afraid to rip on each other. All right, yeah. more more grade jumping on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you, <laughs> I told you about that? making a fool of me on the radio? Do not call Damn me out. I hate you, <laughs> hey, but we do want to take some more of your calls because this is a roundtable discussion. What do you guys have to say about these picks? Maybe you can give a grade. What would you what grade would you give Ryan Poles for these three draft picks? 312 644 6767. We'll take your calls after the break and discuss more about the newest members of the Chicago Bears on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.